Alright, hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble with getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. Uh, what I'm going to do, or what I've done actually, in anticipation of your arrival, welcome, traveler. Do you feel like you're in a uh, RPG game or something? Welcome, traveler. What I've done in preparation for your arrival is prepare a safe place. Uh, but really, that's what I've done is prepared a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you up at night, whether it's tossing, turning, thinking, feeling, sensing, noises, transitions, lists, uh, paperwork. Get the paperwork out of the bed. You know, go ahead. Uh, don't, don't, let's do an imagine. Hey, let's, let's do this. Talk about a right term uh, from an RPG metaphor, but let's say everybody, let's take a correct collective breath. And let's take a corrective breath. One more for good measure. Okay, and now I want you to, you know, kind of wiggle into your bed a little bit. And let's just you let's let's put on the old imagination station. Remember that show? Every every once in a while, I talk about it. imagination station. It had a it had a subtle impact on me. It was kind of like Bob Ross, but with drawing uh, space stuff. Imagination station. I don't remember much about it, but I remember that's a great name. But we put on the old imagination. Now I can't stop saying imagination station because it's so damn damn good. Uh, but put on the imagination nightcap. Let's put it on our heads. Come on, don't be don't be embarrassed. And now we're gonna reach out uh, in the deep dark night because that's where I'm sending my voice across the deep dark night to carry you off into dreamland. And my intention to help you fall asleep. But I want you to reach out. I want you to grab. It's a double. It's one of those three layers of levels of Manila envelopes. Each one filled with paperwork. Loose paper, stapled paper, no no binder clips that, that I can sense. There's flags in there. There's post-its. Okay, now grip it two hands, one on each side. You choose lengthwise or widthwise. Hold it. It's, it's, it has some heft to it. Just squeeze it tight and breathe. Now, now, use your elbow, like use an elbow motion to kind of just get an idea of the best way to project this stack of freaking paperwork, uh, symbolic and ideally not real paperwork that could get you fired from work tomorrow or, you know, cause you to go because this, I'm not legally liable, so don't, you know, uh, send me paperwork, please. It's a, it's paperwork that has heft. You're moving your elbows. You're deciding what is the most traumatic way to get this paperwork out of your bed. This paperwork contains everything that's been keeping you up at night. Everything your brain, everything your body has been pestering you about. Everything, you know, even the real people in your lives or whatever. All of say, Jesus, in these, these three manila envelopes. I don't think they're called manila envelopes now that I'm thinking about it. They're, uh, fi- are they file folders? And talk about a generic term. What I mean, what the hell, Manila? 
like, no wonder I misuse this. It's not my fault. I was raised wrong by a world that, you know, just uses manila. Because, first of all, a manila envelope and a manila folder are two entirely different colors. You should get Panatone on the phone because I didn't realize that we could have been using that for a long time. Panatone on the phone. That's a nice uh, alliteration. And except I can hear everybody who scoots, it's not Panatone. And I say, well, it's just um, that's a witty joke then. Pan, whatever the pronunciation is, my friends. Panatone on the phone. Uh, sir, we have Mr. Panatone on the phone. Okay, does he have my paperwork? Okay, good, because I mean, tell him to grip it. We're in the middle of a paperwork. Uh, uh, something. I'm not sure exactly what's happening. All right, and ask Mr. Panatone, you know, see, you make sure to uh, find out about those. What the heck? Hey, can you write this down for me? Ask Mr. Panatone what the heck is up with Manila. I don't know how to spell Manila, though. Yeah, qu- exclamation point, question mark, exclamation point, uh, dot, 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 something. And then uh, double underline, like one, no, one of those underlines that looks like a, yeah, that's it. Beautiful. Okay, I got to get back to the paperwork. Okay, so it turns out there are Manila file folders. And who knows how you say that word, uh, but I got that person on the phone. Okay, so half the paperwork now. Will you will you shoot it directly across the room? How close is the wall to the foot of your bed? If it's like my room, it's not too far. But will you shoot it up? Do you have headspace to do so? Are you going for a spreading of these uh, papers or just a direct thump into the wall? And as you do it, you know, think about, hey, I don't want this crap in my bed. On top of this Manila thing, Scoots is right. Like one is like a sickly brown color, and the other one is like a bleached bone color or something. And you say, "Did Scoots say bone or blown?" And I said, "Yeah, blown," because I don't know. Be that, that wouldn't have been good because that'd be too white. But it's uh, time. Okay, on three, we're gonna breathe. One, we're gonna breathe. Two. And we're going to breathe three and throw the envelope as flow, and, and maybe it's going in slow motion and dramatically doing some, some, you know, or maybe it's flying in a top speed, picking up speed, going through your wall and heading towards its destination. You know, it could be that it would, by the magic of uh, podcasting, you know, paperwork's leaving your life and just getting, you know, pro- properly filed. That'd be great for me. That's why I threw mine very hard at the wall, hoping it would end up wherever. You know, because maybe the files they say, "Hey, we just want it. We're, we're just we just want to be, you know, collated." That's a kind of a sexy word when you think about it. You know, hey, we just want to be collated, man. I say, well, it's not sexy when you say it like that. Papers, uh, you say, uh, "How about some? How about some, you put some collation in my station?" If you know what I'm saying, I say, "Okay, now." Now you're talking. Now you're at my level. I say, if you throw work and that's a collation in my workstation, I say, okay, now we can, now I can snicker and move away, uh, knowing that uh, I've uh, crossed over into another, you know, so holy collation, though. Um, 
or collated, you know, I just want to, you know, the papers say, hey, I just want to be collated for once in my life properly and with love and tenderness. I could give a mystery part on this, uh, collation love songs. Say, so, okay, well, that's one song, Scoots, uh, okay, so, well, okay, collation lust songs. They say, well, there's too many paper cuts. Okay, okay, I got it. You stick, yeah, that's right. I guess that's the work, uh, you're right, whatever they call it, division of labor. I stick to the, you got it, I got it. Sorry about that. Anyway, if you're new here, if you're if this is your first time at the podcast, welcome. Usually, I explain it a little bit better. That was like a, you know, uh, a holy avant-garde, uh, anti, and that was not anti-anything. This podcast is, uh, is here. Welcome everyone, all people, all papers. Uh, however you choose your Manila, you know, collators and non-collators, uh, stampers and flaggers, uh, you know, binder clippers, whatever. Or you know, people like me say, throw. See that shoebox? They throw it in there. I get to it one day. One day you'll be paid, Bill. If you're not on auto pay. I mean, I tell the gas company, I overpay you in the summer, I underpay you in the winter, man. It all works out, right? It's auto pay. They say it's like a gamble. You're getting 35 bucks no matter what, right? And the guy says, I'm just here to shut it off, man. And I say, yeah, man. They say, where's the love? I say, this is a predictable income stream. So what do you guys say? He said, please, please. And I said, well, okay, it's, that's not my gas meter anyway. I said, these aren't the gas meters you're looking for. And he says, I love it. Okay, I won't do it. And I say, yes. Star Wars fan saves the day. Oh, so anyway, if you're new here, uh, yeah, don't, 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 if you're a utility, just give me one price. Okay, holy cow. You know, I can't handle metering. You know, I'm not open. And then why do you put other stuff in with the bill? And holy freaking internet. Can you get one freaking password ruled down? I mean, what the heck? I just opened a new thing. And they say, oh, we don't, like, I had it all down. I had a little formula, so every password's different. And they say, oh, no, we don't support that symbol. And I say, even McDonald's, like Ronald McDonald, uh, Funtime login supports that symbol, and you don't. Okay, I'm way off. I'm well. So this, if you're new here, this is what happens. I take some turns. Usually, I stay calm, like that calmer part. That was uh, that that part of me that was. But it's a little bit silly. I'm sending my voice across the deep dark night to take your mind off stuff. All right, so you don't have to think about paperwork or whatever that might symbolize for you. That's keeping you up at night. And I'm going to use loving, lulling, soothing tones or the closest thing, you know, heartfelt, pointless meanders uh, to try to try to say, okay, I'm listening to Scoots. I kind of don't know what the hell he's talking about because he said McDonald's. He went on some Manila tirade and he doesn't know like Pantone or whatever. He think he had the inventor of that on the phone. And everyone was thinking of what would what would Drake sing, you know. Uh, but Scooter did not go into the temptation of singing 14 minutes into the intro. 
But that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take your mind off so it's be a little bit silly or a lot bit silly. But I'll be here the whole time. I'm uh, going to go into a story after this. Uh, and to take your mind off stuff to help you fall asleep. That's that's why I'm here. Uh, you know, it's, if, you, if, if you haven't been here before, yes, this is strange. Uh, it's off the beaten path. So far off the beaten path. Uh, that you know, words may take on meanings that don't have, you know, me- meaningless meanings and stuff like that. But it's all well-intentioned to, to try to help you fall asleep or if you can't sleep to keep you company. You don't need to listen to me. Uh, you don't need to stay awake. Ideally, I'll drift off uh, slowly and, and you'll drift off uh, gently into dreamland. But like I said, you, you don't have to fall asleep either. Like, I'll be here the whole time. I'll be giving it my all. Which, as you can see, is, uh, you know, was, okay, well, he was, that was, okay, wait, honey, honey, did he say he was giving it his all there? Let's say, okay, well, I guess that's the exact right amount of effort that it takes to put somebody to sleep. Scoots is all. And maybe one day that'll be some sort of mathematical form. You know, say, the scoots is all. How much, how much does it take to put a person to sleep? Scoots is all. I say that doesn't make any sense either, Scoots. Okay, well, that's it. I'm glad you're here. I appreciate your time. I'm glad you stopped by. And I really hope, I really desire, I really yearn to help you fall asleep, all right? Hey, are you up only tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me. The podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed turn out the lights and press play i'm going to do the rest and what i'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you up at night whether it's uh, thinking feeling uh stirred up feelings uh, physical sensations uh lists whatever's been keeping you awake i'm going to try to take your mind off that way i'm going to do it uh, or the safe place, you know, it's a safe place. It, it's it's warm. It's it's but temperature climate controlled is 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 in a you know just suspension of disbelief way. I don't know. I just walked into a climate control metaphor with a podcast. It's pretty much impossible to tie back up together. Uh, so let's just suspend our here. You know, but you see what what, what climate controlled metaphor? Because what I'm gonna do is send my voice across the deep dark night here. I'm gonna use lulling, soothing tones, pointless meanders, in my intention to take your mind off of stuff so that you can cross over the threshold from wake to sleep. And if this is your first few times here, this is kind of like a bedtime story. It's a little bit different. Like I'll do a, a like a long warm up here. And then I'll talk about last week and this show, this story we do, the serial story and catch you up. Uh, and then we'll do a story. So I'll be here about an hour the whole time uh, trying to take your mind off of stuff. Uh, but you're under no commitment to listen or fall asleep. The whole idea is I'm going to try to, 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 to uh, I'm, I guess I'm a little bit distracted even in this intro. Um, so it's, it's, it's a little disjointed. But if you're new here, welcome. Uh, the whole idea of the podcast is to help you fall asleep. And, and where it comes from is when I was a kid and, and I couldn't fall asleep. Even though it's for grown-ups, I think I can connect the two things. It's just kind of like the idea of a, of a radio show or a podcast in this case or a real person 
like sitting there at your bedside or now that we're adults, you say, okay, well, and that might be, you know, give me some space here. I don't need to be feeling your breath or anything. No, a little more space. Okay. Yeah. Behind that, uh, privacy screen, you could tell me a story from behind. Okay. You got it. That's how the podcast works. Uh, but for someone to sit within a comfortable distance of your bedside and just to be there present and say, hey, let me take your mind off stuff. Let me help you fall asleep by just rambling. But not totally incoherently. But if it turns to ear, ear, co- ear coherence, incoherence, ear, ear coherence, why don't, why don't they use that instead of, was it coherent? No. Was it ear coherent? And I guess, I guess it technically said, well, if it's a noise, then it's ear coherent because my ears, it's just my brain can't understand what my ears, you know, say the, the, you know, the, the vibrations coming out of my cocula. And you say, put the tympanium down. We got to make sense of this. And I say, well, yeah, I guess it, my podcast is in, it can be is somewhere between coherent and incoherent, but always, I guess, ear coherent. But your ear could just be mechanically vibrating to the sound of my voice at some point, And then it's like incoherent to you because you're asleep. You've drifted away. Uh, but for those people that are, it takes a little bit longer to fall asleep or that just want to listen the whole evening, I'll be here a little bit closer to the coherent side, but still silly, meandering, taking my time, overindulging in things that are normal. You know, as they say, well, Jesus, the last episode, I it was a lot of speeches. Holy moly, that, that, was, that was a lot. And I said, well, just wait for tonight. Do you like rambling speeches? Because I got a podcast for you. Uh, coming this fall on Sleep With Me podcast, failed debate club debates. The debate club debates that never made it, you know, the debate club dropouts. I guess that's what, like, that could be my podcast, debate club dropout. And I can see my, I can see hands raised. So let me, for my past, let me, oh, there was no debate club at our school. Oh, wait, you went to my school and there was a debate club. Okay, you, I interrupted a debate club meeting. Okay, next question. There was no, okay, so we're in, I don't know that there was a debate club. Oh, debate was offered through FBLA. Okay. Oh, yeah, remember I got kicked out. Yep, I do remember that. Okay. Yes, I do have to make amends, uh, teacher, but that's not in this. That's not this podcast. Next question. Oh, this is an internal critic. Said you could, if you would have only applied yourself, you could have created the debate club and been in it. And I don't know if any of that questioning, that a Q and A that we just witnessed, or no, how much of it you could, if it was that you're coherent. Uh, but a lot of times, when I'm as soon as my head hits the pillow, it's time to start the debates about my self worth. My debates about what I didn't get done today and what I should get done tomorrow. It may, may even be just a, not even a quite a debate, just a small anxiety about something. Jeez, where did I put those keys? And suddenly, when you're just in the moment when you want to slip into ease, uh, to let the world and the things slip through your fingers, all of a sudden, uh, there's different things jacking for your attention. Say, hey, but let's let's think about that. And you said, well... I'm trying to snuggle in here. Didn't you see what I did with my hips and my side there? That's just, That means I'm snuggling in. And it's actually not even symbolic brain. That's why I'm trying to, you know, create a safe place, a snuggled up place. 
And then another party might be like, did you hear that noise? And you say, which noise? And you say, that bird noise? No, the noise your car was making earlier. Hey, why don't you wake in? And they say, okay, I'm just trying to go to sleep. And they say, well, and then a, and then a whole other part of it. When is this scheduled maintenance on that car? How come you can't? What kind of person doesn't follow the schedule? And then maybe you do. And then another party says, what kind of person follows? You're a scheduled maintenance fundamentalist. And he said, what she said, I didn't realize I was going to get into a scheduled maintenance uh, debate. Was that the subject of the debate club tonight? Debate club dropout, scheduled car maintenance uh, debate. No one wants to listen to or partake in because one, who cares? You know, yeah, yeah, there's some point in there, but not at bedtime, you know. it's a, Yeah, that's a perfectly reasonable discussion to have. Like, uh, you know, maybe after the kids have gone to bed. And you've had a few breaths and you relax. You say, okay, let's take a look at that scheduled maintenance calendar, whatever the hell it's called. Oh, we got to 60K coming up. And you say, well, good thing Scoots leaked out Muskie's home phone number. Well, we don't have a Tesla. Well, Scoots said call him anyway. Okay, let's give him a call. And I wouldn't doubt it if I did leak his number. I don't have his number, one. And two, it's probably getting changed, even though I swear I don't have it. So don't need to change your number, Muskie. Anyway, I probably transpose it because yeah, that's what I do with all numbers. But Musk would probably be like, oh, what, what do you got? What kind of car? Oh, wow. Jeez. Uh, I'll uh, get that scheduled maintenance on me. Uh, by the way, you know, Tesla's, we don't, you know, I don't know about their scheduled maintenances. And then maybe you'll even get into that. Team. Well, why didn't, why did we, why are we combustion? You were, you're a big combustion engine fan. They say, no, I'm not. It's just that's the vehicle I happen to own right now. And then someone will say, well, don't you care about the planet Earth that you're leaving? And you say, I do. But believe it or not, there's already an hour slip by there, and I'm just trying to get some rest. And this is when old Scoots comes in. Uh, because I'm able to take your attention away from all that. And don't blame yourself. It's it's hard. To, and it could be something relatable. It could be your body. It could be your feelings. It could be outside noises. It could be your partner snoring. Uh, whatever it is, I want to take your mind off of it. I'll be here. I'll be using lulling, soothing tones, pointless meanders, uh, nonsensical metaphors and stuff like that to, to help you fall asleep. Because then you say, okay, you're listening to me. But then you're like, oh, I don't got to take him seriously because he, believe it or not, he's talking about this. He doesn't even own a car. How, jeez, really? You don't own a car? That's what a lot of people say. What, what do you mean you don't have a car? And I, that, I, I, you can't see it because this is a podcast, but I do this thing with my show. I said, well, who's that? And then I guess that's another debate club. Why don't you own a car? Debate club debate number two. Uh, could Scoots' answer be more boring than this? Yeah, because I got about five reasons why I said it's a 20%, 20% this, 20% that. And then I said, well, I may, maybe one day I would. Still hoping, you know, Muskie just accidentally listens to the podcast where I drop his name or Eddie Snowden says, hey, Muskie. I just like to imagine they're friends. So, probably not, though, I guess. But that's the whole podcast. Take your mind off stuff, distract you from whatever rigmarole it can keep you from sleep. Or maybe you're excited. Maybe you're going on vacation tomorrow. Maybe you got a big pitch or something, so you're nervous, excited. Uh, whatever it is, let me take your mind off of that, okay? And, and that's what I'll do. I'll be here for an hour. 
You don't need to listen to me, but you don't need to fall asleep. I'll be here the whole time giving it my all. And that's all I want to do is help you fall asleep because I, I know how it feels. Like, one, you just heard all that and didn't write any of that or make it up. That's just how my brain operates. Uh, they say, you don't own a car. I mean, this is probably the prep meeting in my brain that they don't let me in on. They say, okay, order in the court, free-to-pay club shaming meeting for Scoots when he goes to bed tonight. I'm thinking we we like uh, we could do lead with some nonsense, get him distracted, and then really hammer him about that uh, car maintenance schedule. And I say, Chairman, Chairman, a, a point of order. He doesn't own a car. Well, what about all the times he owned cars and he didn't stick to the maintenance schedule? They say that's why you're the chairman. You're brilliant, great. You're the. And they say I'm head shamer, son. So, I mean, that's how my brain works all the, most of the time. Um, and then when I was little, I had trouble sleeping. I said, she said, I would listen to the radio or something to distract me or tell my brother a story or try to daydream. But it was a lot really hard to get out of your own head. Uh, so that's what I, I intend for this show to do. A little bit silly, a little bit strange. Uh, it's your first few times here. Yeah, it's like... Uh, it's different, so give it a shot. I can't promise it'll work. It doesn't work for everybody. Uh, but give it a couple tries. I hope it works for you. I appreciate you stopping by. I really hope and I really yearn to help you fall asleep, all right? Uh, housekeeping, we're on the web, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. Older episodes are there. You can comment on the website. You can email me feedback at sleepwithmepodcast. You can comment on Twitter at Dear Scooter or get a hold of me there on Facebook at Sleep With Me Podcast. Uh, you can, let's see what else. Uh, I want to thank Chris Post, who posted him from Sounds Like an Ear Flu, who edited this show and did the theme music. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on our honor on our artwork. I want to thank Jonathan Mann over at jonathanman.net on the lullabies. And you can commission a song from him too. I want to thank our, we've got a Facebook group, Sleep With Me Podcast.com slash nods. I want to thank our moderators, uh, Alexandra, Laura, Lida Lie, Jennifer B., Julie C. And I think that's it. Let's get on to the show. Uh, hey, you've only uh, tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you up at night, whether it's uh, mind racing, thinking, uh, feeling, listing, physical sensations, noising, whatever's, whatever's got you up. I'm going to try to distract you from that. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing tones, pointless meanders. Uh, turn, turn, turn about, turn about is fair play, I think, I'll use that, uh, and I'll be playing on my creaky dulcets here, but, but, basically we have this podcast, if you're new here, uh, welcome, the whole idea of the podcast is I'm gonna tell a story, or in this case tonight, I'm gonna talk about, a Game of Thrones, I'm gonna use it, do it in a kind of slow, easy pace, I'm gonna try to Make it sleepy, so don't worry about the content. Uh, and I'll talk about the episode, and I'll talk about some stuff during the episode that made me curious. I'll be like, geez, what is, uh, what's the difference between beard hair and ear hair or something? You know, that's, uh, that's just a, a fake example, but 
Uh, but I'll do that. Then we'll have a visit from Tom and Sir Pounce, everybody's favorite uh, parody. Uh, what is that other word called? Satire. Satirious characters. And we'll talk to the old gods in the new, and we'll finish out the episode. Uh, but the whole thing is you, you don't you don't really you could start listening it'll take your mind off stuff I, I put a reasonable amount of work into it but you don't need to you just kick back you kind of listen you say okay scooter's going to ramble here for a 10 minute intro if if you're new here yeah scooter's going to ramble for a 10 minute intro you could always skip it or you go to the next section he'll try to explain how the podcast works out of 390 something so far He's, you know, he's still trying to explain, you know, and then I'll, uh, then we'll go in. It was, at some point you'll be like, well, I'm kind of listening, but I'm kind of drifting off. And ideally, you know, I'll help escort you across the threshold from wake to sleep. And you might, if you're really new here, you might be asking, well, why would somebody do this? Or what gives you, you know, what, what do you think? You know, okay, well, if so far, it may have been, you know, I do a lot of that, and that's not, uh, that's just how my brain works. My brain kind of is gummed up, uh, kind of like a greasy, like, piece of farm equipment. You know, it's got kind of all the gunk and the junk, and you say, hey, Pa, what's going on with that, uh, whatever the heck that thing is? Is that a thresher or a, uh, a wheelbarrow, son? What's going on with that wheelbarrow? What's all gummed up, you know? And you say, well, wow, wow, you know, what do you do? And you see, you know, if it was if it was my my dream, you say, well, push harder, you know, get get wheelbarrow, and that's why I had you out here, you know, wheelbarrow the pig pens. And I said, well, I told my parents I didn't want to come here. No offense, pa. And Pa, you know, this fictional Pa who, you know, offers those kind of life lessons without, they say, well, geez, you've got to get, got to get some good life. You know, I get the tough life lessons of a hard, hard knocks or whatever, or a hard wheelbarrow pushing. And it's like, well, Pa, I could, we, we passed like 45 Home Depots in their ilk on the way here because there's 8,000 big box stores on the way out here. We could have just picked up a wheelbarrow. You know, that's a loss leader for them, I think. And then Pa would probably be a loss leader. You're a loss leader for sunlight. We get pushing. And then I would sigh. And it, there is a metaphor in there because sometimes at bedtime you get these Pa like characters. You know, they have their overalls on and they they crop out of your brain somewhere and they say oh, okay i'm going to dig in here i need i need to drop some life lessons on you say well you actually I had a long day at work and i'm really not in the mood for pushing around a wheelbarrow uh, that's all gunked up as a matter of fact i don't think you're actually my relative because this is just an imaginary metaphor somehow i found myself in but it's having an emotional impact on me I just prefer if you could you just go by you know there's a, there's those neighbors that are playing rock music shouldn't you go harass them? Well, I need to teach you to be assertive so you can say, okay, well how you get well let me start listening listening with your defects because you need to toughen up. And then it just kind of gets this rigmarole and at some point it is, I think the first mistake but it's not on your not on you is like you engage like if I would have never engaged Pa like eight minutes ago or whatever. 
I could have, we could have just been like, we could have been talking about gummed up stuff instead. I mean, holy mackerel. But, but once you get engaged with that, and this could be your body or your, just your, you know, you don't want to go engaging with your neighbors either, even if they're driving you batty. Or your feelings or, or, or whatever it is that's keeping you up. Like, my job is to distract you. Because, it's, it's, believe it or not, I'm not capable of dealing with actually those real-world problems. I mean, believe me, i got a pot in my head uh, that wants me to push around. And I see, and I'm not kidding. I'm, I'm like, well, why couldn't we? I don't understand, Pop. Why couldn't we just got a new wheelbarrow? Chasing good money after bad. That's, that should be your middle name. And they say, well, your name should be like whatever those are called, those words. I think it's like a truism. It's not a truism because I don't think it's true. Right as rain. And I say, okay, thanks, Pat. Yeah, I'll just start pushing this wheelbarrow. What are you going to be doing watching you? You better start sooner. You know, daylight's burning. Now, let's. I guess let's try Like, let's try a technique here that the podcast works. And I'll pretend, now, so, so this is going to be even worse for my mental health because instead of dividing myself between Pa and, we'll say that's Andy, the kid with the wheelbarrow. I'm going to roll in there, this scene right now. This is this is experimental. I've never done this on an intro. Try to go, like, divide myself three ways. It's a little menage de nuts, you know. So, okay, I'm going to roll in there, and let's see how it goes. This because this is a microcosm of the podcast here. So, uh, uh, gentlemen, pick up your scene. Well, geez, Pa, I don't know how to, so should I just start wheelbarrowing? You wheelbarrow and shovel it, it's going to teach you value of hard work. Hey, excuse me, gentlemen, I couldn't help noticing your uh, discussion here. Yeah, who, who the heck are you, city boy? Well, golly, sir, is, are those Oshkosh Bagash overalls in a union suit? Who's asking? And is this young man here, are you here teaching valuable life lessons to this young man about wheelbarrows and uh, gunked up gears and burning daylight? You're, you're really trying to help this young man, aren't you? Uh, as a matter of fact, I am. I'm just trying to put, 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 put a bend in his back. Okay, well, that's that's terrific. You you seem like a uh, young man. You seem to be uh, you, you seem to be kind of resentful that you're here to be taught life lessons. Is is is? And I'm not putting words in my mouth. Well, I am actually, but well, uh, I just I, believe it or not, I know this is a fictional, but I'm trying to go to sleep. This is weird. I just somehow my parents, and then my parents drove me out to this farm, and this man's not my grandfather. And this isn't so, I, I think, and it's not a dream either. I just want to go to sleep. I have to go to work tomorrow. Uh, you need to get to work right now. Oh, wow, this is going to be a tougher case than I thought. So, you, so Pa, you mind if I call you Mr. Mr. Pa? How's that? It's starting out right. I couldn't help but notice, you know, how helpful you are with these life lessons. And is this your farm here, this lovely farm? Yeah, it sure is. Yeah, and this is your 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 this is your grandson like figure that you're trying to teach uh, life lessons. It's really important to you to pass on your knowledge, huh? Yeah, it sure is. He's I'm draining him. I've got him. I think. And it's important for you to pass on the knowledge of the time passing, 
Because I always wonder about, because I think he was asking earlier about the gunked up wheel on the wheelbarrow, the the rusty one there. And I I was always, I I, I happened to hear about that gunky wheel. And then I guess it was a life lesson not to to save money. Use, you know, it's brilliant, brilliant life lessons within a life lesson. And then maybe this young man doesn't know that the friction of, of the work of the wheel will loosen the gunk because it's still it'll still lubricate once the friction begins and warms it up. Is that correct? It's correct. And that then he'll be going and he's going to be shoveling and that'll be like a good a healthy thing. And I see, Jesus, this is a this is quite a spread you have here, quite a farm. And I think you're this is powerful stuff. And this young man's got some spunk. You must really see a spark in him. That's why you really want to help him so much. Uh, darn, darn right. Yeah, and it maybe reminds you of you. Could be possibly your, your, your. Uh, you know, real, so, somehow, you know, you two might be in the same brain. I, I got to break it to you both. Same brain. Yeah, and you know, I know it's how hard it is. I was just thinking. Well, no, it's this crazy idea, guys. Uh, but I was thinking that, uh, you know, how hard it is to not only give life lessons, but to receive them. And I was just thinking, like, what if I put you both in the wheelbarrow and I push you around the farm for the rest of the day and then I'll shovel everything later? Because uh, uh, it'll be, you know, it'll be here tomorrow for me to shovel. I'm not shoveling anything, by the way. And so why don't you two hop in the wheelbarrow here? Hop in the wheelbarrow and we'll get a tour. Yeah, because you're doing, you you deserve a break today, as they used to say. Yeah. And yeah, you young man, hop in there and you can, you know, stew in your own juices. It's fine. And just kick back. And what I'm going to do is while I push this wheelbarrow around this lovely farm so slowly, rocking motion of the wheelbarrow, I'm going to, you two just close your eyes and listen to the farm, imaginary farm sounds. And I'll be right back. I got, sometimes I talk and think at the same time. And then I'll tell you all about this TV show, Game of Thrones, uh, which is so full of life lessons. Okay, hey, I need some back. So sorry about that. Uh, but yeah, I guess I got to be volunteered to push these two around the rest of the episode, which is fine. Uh, but that's kind of how the podcast works is uh, a little bit like that. I'll put, pile all your worries, whatever's keeping you up. I'll, I'll put it in a wheelbarrow and I'll push it around the farm and, and we'll just go, you know, and, and, I, and I'll just do some talking. What could be nicer? And these two are getting along great now than just kicking back in the wheelbarrow. Believe it or not, it's padded, lavender scented. Has like one of those camelbacks with cool uh, beverage of your choice, iced, of course. So you're just going to stick that straw in your mouth. Blue sky full of clouds and a man rambling about Game of Thrones. What could be better? So I appreciate you stopping by. If this is your first time here, you know, it's a, it's a little bit different of a podcast. The whole, whole idea is you, you don't have to fall asleep. I try to take your mind off of stuff. You know, maybe it'll put you to sleep. I hope it does. Works for a lot of people. I hope it works for you. If you can't sleep, though, with these Game of Thrones episodes, I'll be here at least two hours rambling. So 
if you can't sleep, I'll be here to keep you company in the deep, dark night. Because that's a, as an essential a job as putting everybody else to sleep is to me. So, you know, I'll be pushing this wheelbarrow the whole time. So I appreciate you stopping by. And I really hope I really yearn to help you fall asleep. All right, well, let's get on to the show. Right, housekeeping, we're on the web, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. Older episodes are there. You can comment on the website. You can email me at feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can get me on Twitter at Dear Scooter or on Facebook at Sleep With Me Podcast. I want to thank Chris Posty Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful who does our theme music. I want to thank Carl W. who edited this episode. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on our, on our, on our artwork. I want to thank the mystery bar, Jonathan Mann, over at jonathanman.net. If you want to commission a song from him, he's the one who does our lullabies. Uh, we have a Facebook group over at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash nods. That's where all the listeners uh, can get to know each other, talk about sleep stuff and fun stuff, and just make friends, you know, like stuff like that. That's at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash nods. I want to thank the uh, moderators over there. Laura, Lidalai, Julie C., Jennifer B., Sarah, and Summer. And let's get on to the show. Hey, you've all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep. Welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you up at night, whether it's thinking, feelings, uh, either of the emotional kind or the physical sensations kind, sounds, uh, breaks in your routine, or just a rough day or a rough couple of days or a rough couple of months, whatever it is, I'm going to try to take your mind off of that. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night along with my intention to kind of to, to carry off into dreamland or escort you over the threshold from wake to sleep. And I'm going to dig into my toolbox. You know, they say they, there's a term I've heard before called an emotional toolbox. Now, unfortunately, my emotional toolbox is like one of those toolboxes that externally it looks like it's rusted shut. And let's just say there was an occasion in life where they had an emotional toolbox inspection. I would, it would, I'd be, I'd be like, okay, let me get. It's, it looks like it's rusted shut, but I'm pretty sure I can get it open here. Uh, but before I go into my emotional toolbox, before I open that up, oh boy, because there actually is probably a can of worms in my rusted emotional toolbox. Uh, for this show, I have a toolbox, a pillowy toolbox with ter- what is that called, terry cloth. Terry cloth and silken lined with some sateen, some down, some artificial down, and, uh, you know, bubble. It has bubbles, of, you know, like atmospheric bubbling going on with smells. And I can pull anything out of there, you know, with straight meanders, uh, double meanders, you know, pregnant pauses, generic pauses. Random pauses, gratuitous pauses. Uh, you know those. Actually, all all word those were gratuitous. I could use lulling, soothing tones, creaky dust, dulcets, or you know just to try to be pleasant and and be welcoming. That's my main goal. 
Uh, but the whole idea is to take your mind off stuff. So tonight I'll finish out this intro, try to create a metaphor that makes you understand the podcast. Metaphor attempts, uh, you know, misguided metaphors, uh, what do you call premature metaphors? So, yeah, or uh, it's something that's, uh, yeah, so you, well, you see, he finished a metaphor, but it didn't do anything for me. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, that just came out. Uh, hey, oops, oh, boy, I can't keep. But, yeah, so the whole idea is to take your mind off of stuff so that you can fall asleep. Now, you don't have to fall asleep. You don't have to listen to me. I'll be here giving it my all. I'll do the intro. Then we'll have a little story time. It's going to be a trending Tuesday episode. Uh, but you might wonder, like, okay, give me, I, I don't quite understand what this podcast is about. I'd say, okay, touche. And so let me explain to you. It's kind of like unpacking your emotional toolbox or anytime, you know, when a, you know, there's certain contexts where you're fine you're talking about your emotional toolbox. You know, if it's in some sort of seminar you're required to attend or something that's not even emotional, like, okay, you know, in this next quarter of work, we want everybody, let's, let's uh, list three assets we have in our emotional toolbox for workplace uh, friendliness. And you're like, fine, that's neutral enough. I can handle that. But if it's in some other thing where they're like, uh, well, don't you have any, you know, don't, what do you have in your emotional toolbox to deal with? They say, I got nothing. Clearly, that's why I'm acting this way. This is a, my emotional toolbox. I don't even know, my, I don't even have an emotional toolbox because it doesn't have an M. It's an emotional toolbox. Now, that might be a normal person. For me, it's like, uh, and it, sometimes this can even happen at bedtime. You know, you get in bed. You say, okay, I'm ready to go to sleep. And then some part of you is like, no, 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 we got to inventory our emotional toolbox because things have not been going the way they should be going. And you're like, well, I don't, I guess this now doesn't feel like the best time to categorize the emotional toolbox and organize it. Well, you see, then that part of you is like, well, fine. I mean, everything else in your life's out of order your apartment, your finances, your work, personal life, uh, that, you know, not even your even your toilet paper is in chaos. And they say, well, most of it's still on the roll, except for that one that rolled down those stairs, and then I just re-swirled it. Wow, but I, I just want to go to sleep. I can't deal with the emotional toolbox tonight. And then maybe another, but what you, can't, can't you at least open it up and go through it? What are you afraid of? And I say, well, I'm not afraid of anything. I just want to go to bed. Plus, remember, my emotional toolbox is covered in actual rust, and I even uh, figurative rust. So if I start doing it in bed, then the bed's going to be full of rust dust. Uh, then I'll be fixated on the rust dust. I'm never going to be able to sleep if I'm in a bed full of rust dust, even if it's um, even if I'm imagination, imagining that it's still there. You know, I won't be able to see So please just don't make me, just, just go, just, okay. And then some part of you that's pretending to be reasonable, because if any reasonable part would be quiet, because they know you got to go to bed, they say, "Well, why don't this is the day, the first day of the rest of your life? Just spend five minutes dealing with your emotional toolbox." And that's a tricky voice, because you really want to say to that voice, well, "Where the hell were you two hours ago when I was eating ice cream and watching freaking uh, Mr. Belvedere? Like, couldn't have you told me to inventory my toolbox then?" Uh, but, uh, you say, okay, well, let me just try to get it open. And they say, well, you can't even open your emotional toolbox. You've let it rush shut from your misuse. 
You have a rusty, rusty, and a, a, believe it or not, even though it's a, a toolbox, it's atrophied and rusted. And you say, well, I can get it open here. And then you get it open. You say, okay, well, maybe I should shut that back. Yeah, maybe tonight isn't the best night to go to, to give in to all of you and go through. And then the rest of your brain's like, well, let's just look in there. And they say, no, no, I looked in there. Trust me. And then another party's like, how many dirty coffee cups are in there? And you're like, honestly, too many to count. How many have some green, a lot, a lot of them have mold type. How many open cliff bars are in there? Uh, on the surface, I counted three. In your emotional toolbox, yeah, in my emotional toolbox, yeah, I got three open cliff bars. I think there's a candy cane in there, but I can't tell because it's pretty, it's, it's not decomposed, it's... Uh, but it's degenerated. And I think that is my, uh, you know, what do they call that thing? My resiliency stick that's covered in candy cane, uh, melted candy cane. And also there's a, co- it's, it's going through a coffee cup. And I don't know if I want to touch it without gloves on. And then some other party might be able to, wait, this, are you sure this isn't a regular toolbox? This is your emotional toolbox. And I say, unfortunately, yes, it is. And then some part of you, you hear the door shut because some part of you just bailed. And you say, well, hopefully that wasn't a useful part that just ran for it. And you say, listen, I get I get this. Uh, this is where Scoots comes in, actually. This is where I, you can rely on my expertise. You know, where you say, what, what qualifies you uh, to help put people sleep? Atrophied, rusted up toolbox filled with, full of crap. And you say, those are your sleep tools? No, 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 that's my emotional toolbox. That's my ability to, to deal with my issues. Uh, but, but because of that, because of my experience, uh, you know, I get 10,000 hours uh, not deal, you know, just looking at a, a rusted, atrophied emotional toolbox and, you know, avoiding uh, grappling with it. And, you know, Gladwell, I got 10,000 hours of that and debating and sh- self-shaming you know, third party, all that stuff. But so I've I've actually developed some useful skills. Unfortunately, they're better suited towards other people like you. But I say, hey, everybody, hey, I see everybody, I see all your brain, I see your humans here. I think we're ha- everyone's worried about this emotional toolbox, huh? Great, that's good because it's an important thing. And oh boy, this toolbox does not look. I can see why you're all concerned about this emotional toolbox. Well, would you believe it? It's 11.15. Tomorrow's a big day. And I realized we'd want to have this emotional toolbox shined and lubed and organized and all that. Tomorrow would be perfect. Wouldn't that be the dream? We'd all be able to rest easy knowing our emotional toolbox is rested. Oh, whoops, that was a slip. I think that, I don't know if that was a Freudian slip, but it was a, you know, knowing that we'd all have certainty if we knew the toolbox was good to go. But you know what? It really uh, helps this toolbox. You know, I don't know if you could all trust me, brain parts. And I know you, you, a lot of you might not have any reason to believe me, but this emotional toolbox here, it, it, believe it or not, these things are self-cleaning and organizing with rest. Now, it won't be 100% cleaned or organized or deatrophied. But if your human gets some rest, and believe it or not, I could just sit here and tell you all a story because I can see you need some soothing after looking at that emotional toolbox. It's just stressful. Just the word is so loaded with 
different meanings and charges. So what I'm going to do is tell a silly story, and I'll just move this toolbox here. See, I'm going to put it inside of my pillowy soft toolbox. Does everybody want to touch that tool? Oh, yeah, see how soft that is? And go ahead and lift it. It's like it's like the weight is gone because your emotional toolbox is now uh, within, you know, enveloped in uh, in sateen and silk and uh, the other stuff. You know, the, the all the soft uh, S word uh, materials and terry cloth. You know, some cool max, I think even so, it's breathable. Yeah, ancient merino or whatever the heck that is. Not, you know, so don't worry. So I'll be here. I'm going to talk to your human, though. You you can all touch. Go ahead and stroke that. It's nothing, nothing wrong. Oh, you all want to rest your heads. So those are all your little brain parts, your little brain bots, as I like to call them. So I'll keep them entertained. And you, human, you could just rest there. And know that, you know, you're going to, I need you to, you could listen to me if you can't fall. You can drift off whenever you feel like it. I'll be here talking. But if you want to listen, I'll be here the whole time to entertain you, try to make you laugh. It'll be mildly entertaining, mildly interesting, but I'll be here the whole time. And I guess that's it. That's that's, that's all, that's the way the podcast works. I try to take your mind off of stuff. You're under no pressure to stay awake or to fall asleep. I'm going to try to do it with the best intentions I can foster here. And, you know, some kindness to all those parts of you that are stirred up or, you know, that might be that you say, well, it's not exactly what's going on with me, Scoots. It's different, but I can kind of relate to what you're saying. You say, I don't know if you could have an atrophy to toolbox unless you never use it. And I say, boom, you got it. You got it. Avoidance city. Uh, they one time they tried to stamp on my head atrophy by avoidance or something. They said, "Who did I?" I said, "Why did I do that?" Maybe that would even be a bumper sticker of atrophy by avoidance, emotional toolbox bumper sticker team. Anyway, that's all. That's that's about it. Um, if you're new here, the podcast a little bit different. Clearly, I appreciate you stopping by. And uh, I really hope I'm going to do my best. I'm going to really, I really hope uh, I can help you fall asleep. And I, I yearn to uh, escort you over the threshold uh, into into dreamland. So that's it. Let's uh, get on with the show. Uh, housekeeping around the web, www.sleepingwithpodcast.com. Older episodes are there. You can comment on the website. You can email me feedback at sleepingwithpodcast.com. You can get me on Twitter at Dearest Scooter. We're on Facebook at Sleep With Me Podcast. Uh, I want to thank Chris Posty Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful who does the theme music and edited this episode. You should check his podcast out, Sounds Like an Earful. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on our, on our, on our artwork. I want to thank Jonathan Mann uh, who does our lullabies. And you could commission a song from him at jonathanmann.net. Uh, the listeners have a Facebook group. That's over at sleepinmepodcast.com slash nods, N-O-D-S. And the moderators over there are Laura, Julie C., Jennifer B., and Lie to Lie. And I want to thank all our patrons. And that's it. Let's get on to the show. I hate people like tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep we do with a bedtime story 
All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you up at night, whether it's uh, thinking, uh, moving, shifting partner. You know, we never talk about that, but that's another thing. Partners that move, move too much. Uh, temperature differential, weather changes, lists, uh, end of the school year, night shift work, third shift work travel, train, you know, trains, anything, whatever it is, I'm going to take your mind off of it. I'm going to use uh, glowing, soothing tones. I'm sending, I'm going to send my tones across the deep, dark night with the intention of putting you to sleep. And the way I'm going to do it is I'm going to create a safe place. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned that. That's kind of the key. The safe place with no expectations or, or no, you know, you've got expectations all day long. I don't need to put any more on you. So I don't expect much from you but from this point on. If I expect anything, I already asked. Uh, but from here on out, you can climb into this safe place. Look at it. It's got a, it's pillowy. It's cushiony. Climate controlled. It, uh, adjustable, of course. Uh, of course, it has, uh, what is that stuff called? Essential oils. It's got an essential oil uh, chooser. Speaking of d- dangerous things, holy cow. I, haven't talk, I don't think I talked about this good. It has an essential oil thing, my safe place. Uh, kind of like those Coke Freestyle machines. I don't know if anybody's encountered these Coke Freestyle machines. And I'll see how I can relate that to the podcast. But what I'm going to basically do is take your mind off stuff uh, and tell a story. But first, I'm going to do a long intro. Some people like to fall asleep during the intro. Some people like to fall asleep during the introduction to the story, which is different than the intro. Some people fall asleep during the housekeeping, which comes between the introduction and the story. We could call it a story setup, so we don't use introduction twice. Some people listen to the entire show. Uh, That's what I used to do. Uh, But whatever it is, you're under no pressure to listen. You're under no pressure to fall asleep. If you fall asleep, great. But if you can't sleep, I'll be here the whole time. And but I got this Coke, those Coke freestyle machines. I think I can talk about Coke without them coming after me because it's actually. I don't know. I don't know how to use uh, neutral language because I am a great lover, unfortunately, of soda. I try not to drink it except on. Well, you know, I also have addiction issues. I said, well, let's only drink soda one day a week. And that didn't work, you know. And then I said, well, because I couldn't even stick to that. I said, well, what if we start, can we start 24 hours instead of one day? And they said, okay, well, yeah, why not, man? You're doing your best you can out there. And I said, well, why not just do 36? And they said, why not go from Friday night to Sunday night? And then I said, well, why, what about at lunch? You know, we can't, We I want to be at our most effective at our day job. So I said, well, you know, we could a little, use a little caffeine sugar boot. I said, you're right, you're right, you're right. And they said, what about at the end of the day when we go home to parent? You could use a little caffeine sugar boost. And I said, you're right. Uh, so I'm back and forth on, on that soda thing. But I think by the time you hear this, I'll be back on either zero, like 100%. And I might go... Uh, a teetotaling, soda totaling, or one day a week, which probably is at 30, who knows, but I'm trying to cut back in. It's not like I drink that much, but so I've encountered this Coke freestyle machine. And the best way I can explain it for those people that haven't experienced that, I don't know where it is across the country and across the world, 
But okay, take your, your soda, like your Coke, your Dr. Pepper, uh, your, let's say your Pepsi. Well, let's just imagine that it's even, you know, a soda freestyle machine. And let's think about all the things that is the bad side about soda. Now think about those for a second. Now forget all the bad things. Now think about the best things about soda. Okay, sorry, but I got interrupted by the uh, soda squad just showed up. So I don't know how. Uh, but I was saying, I was saying, oh, just to, to take a, <laughs> the irony. I swear the soda squad did not make me say this under duress. Uh, for future financial, so they, you see, so just take everything you love about, like all the best parts about soda. Uh, think about ice cold, all all you can drink. That's always, a, you know, when you're not thinking about the bad sides, all you could drink, ice cold from a fa- fountain soda. You don't think that's universe, you know, sometimes they can screw up the mix, but most of the time that fountain soda, holy moly. And uh, now if I don't have your attention yet, take uh, some of the things you love about technology, touch screens, uh, bright uh, visuals, and uh, then things you love is, oh, yeah, bright, you know, colors, maybe sounds, uh, you feel like you're in control, uh, choice, you get choice, because this is with the freestyle, the soda freestyle comes in when... Now, so Squad wouldn't really like me saying this, but somehow they figured out, you know, how to even further concentrate the uh, P-O-I-S-O-N or however Belbib DeVoe spells it and say, okay, well, geez, we, we only need these, you know, certain chemicals to, to make all sodas. And so this little machine can pretty much make, you say, geez, you want vanilla Dr. Pepper. Don't know why you would. You know, cherry Dr. Pepper I'd like, but... uh you can mix your own soda, basically, across all genres of soda. Not everything can be mixed, I don't think. Uh, but there's a pretty wide range. And uh, I don't know what this has to do with the podcast, to be honest with you. I thought I was good. I thought I said, see, there should be a pretty clear metaphor for the podcast at some point. That's what I told myself going into it. I think I'm just you just you just gaga for for soda freestyle. I mean, this isn't even a. I can't believe this. I feel like such a. And I'm trying to quit drinking soda, but uh, so this machine, it just it's just it, 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 I guess okay. Here's the reality, though. It feels like uh, initially that it's a soda lover's utopia. And it turns out there's some downsides. One, most places only have one machine, and it's one person at a time. So if you get stuck in line between, like, indecisive adults and children, that could get old real fast and really, you know, and I'm already the king of, uh, what are they called, as gripes or whatever you call uh, when you're irritated with people. And I thought it was cute. The little kid was trying to, she was trying to actually sneak soda, but at least she was sneaking caffeine free soda. You know, so I explained to her, I said, you really want to have some fun. You know, you might, if you're going to have the sugar of that, you might as well have the, and she said, really? And I said, yeah, mix it with orange. It, it can't possibly taste good, but you know, why not? But so then you can just make your own sodas and then you can go up, back up and you can have a repeat you know, but it can be off. Like the mix, the last time I was there, uh, unfortunately, the soda machine says, you know, I don't even think the soda machine's sentient, but it knows me. 
and I think it likes me because I say, well, what do you say about a Shirley Temple today, Stan? And the machine said, I love it when you call me Stan. And I say, I love it when you dispense pure, pure, you know, in this moment, pure, pure goodness, Stan. I say, let's do a Shirley Temple. And then Stan says, you know, it's not it's not in my programming. Can you? Ex-? And I said, I can explain it to you. And then there's a line, and I put my shoulder up against it. I say, once upon a time, there were, I said, I don't really know much about Shirley Temple, but she was an actress, you know. Uh, child labor, the whole, you know, studio was, uh, I think the studios controlled the contracts, the whole nine-yard stand. And she was a budding young actress, very young. I'm talking seven, eight, nine. So she couldn't booze it up, you know, when the business goes in the days when you could booze it on the sets, I think. So she would drink ginger ale and cherry. You, you with me so far, Stan? And then Stan said, that is within my, the paragmatics of my programming or something. About. I said, all right. I said, that hell has got nothing on you, Stan. You, you know, you're just slowly killing me. Now, you know, and Stan said, oh, you... And then they said, you're going to have to leave. I said, not till I get my soda. And I said, give me the manager. Stan, is this the manager? And Stan said, I believe it is, sir. And I said, I just want my uh, Shirley Temple. And Stan said, still not in my program. I said, chair, you ginger ale then. And then, so that was the end of the But that's only one store. There's been plenty of these around. I've been, you know, mapping them as I get, you know, X's like that I can't return. But, uh. So that's a Coke freestyle machine. I don't know. Usually I tie it into the podcast somehow, and it feels like it's obvious. Like, I guess the, uh, what do they call that? The uh, something of choice, like when you have too many choices. At some point, you know, an economist will come in and say, well, there's too many choices for these customers, you know. So you got to cut back. You can't have the mandarin orange ginger ale because the guy's going to, and you got to, you know, Make sure the machine's not named Stan, because that encourages customers. And they say, well, the machine's not named Stan. And they say, well, why does it have a license plate uh, for, for a kid's bike glued to it? And it, and it says Stan. And they say, because that lunatic did it with super glue, so it's stuck there. And they say, well, that's a, such a loving... They said, I never knew the man who loved soda machines... Uh, but sometimes, you know, it can get you can get in bed. Sometimes you might be thinking about all, any of those things that I just talked about. Because when I hit my head, it hits the pillow. It's like that, you know, soda shame, uh, soda nostalgia. So, you know, just soda, soda craving, soda analysis. Hey, Jesus, if I could just get it in that 36-hour window, problem solved. You know, I'll just drink 36 sodas in 36 hours and none the rest of the week. I think they call that soda bargaining. And, you know, a whole range of soda, ba- and then soda fantasy, you know, non plutonic soda fantasizing about me and Stan having adventures. You know, the car- Stan, activate carbonators. Carbonator- carbonators activated, scoots. All right, prepare mandarin orange jets. Mandarin orange uh, jets loaded, scoots. Stan, I think you just talked yourself into a role in our next series. Well, thanks, Scoots. Uh, actually, I've been stripped of all my uh, concentrate because uh, they did go through that choice thing. They're just going back to the four sodas. And I said, I figured that, Stan, but it was good while it lasted.
And Stan says, you're right, sir. It was good while it lasted. I say, oh, Stan, you crack me up. You don't got any soda left in you. No, sir, I do not. And I said, well, I said, uh, that's, uh, it's just me and you, Stan. And I say, it's probably for the best. It is probably for the best, sir. They say, Stan, oh, boy. So, so I guess that wasn't a metaphor for the podcast, more of uh, who the hell makes a sleep podcast to bore and dull people to sleep. They just You just heard eight, 12 minutes of it. A man who drinks too much soda, a man who thinks too much soda, and a man who talks to soda machines. And I'll, I'll, I'll use the word posit because I do, and deposits, you know, you put when you buy a soda in some states— that you weren't thinking about a lot of other stuff while I went on that soda journey. And ideally, you know, you saw through, you know, my bluff here, and you say, well, Jesus, soda's not for me. That's right, kids that are listening. Soda and swearing are not for you. The stand is soda-free. You be soda-free. All right? Then get back to me on that. Uh, but ideally, you'd be snoozing uh, or maybe have a little giggle. Maybe feel a little relief, say, well, geez, I make mean, I got it. At least I got one person in the world. I've, uh, say, I wonder if that's a self, does he you think he's, uh, has a self esteem, soda based self esteem issue, honey? I say, I don't know, dear. I, I love that. The Stan is the perfect name for a soda machine. I don't know how he does that. And you see, he is good at personifying things. And you say, well, geez, the listeners don't know that this isn't, I'm not sure it was a, but anyway, this is, what can you do, Stan, right? Correct, sir. Thanks, Stan. Good, good work. Uh, so that's it. I'm up. It's a podcast to put you to sleep, believe it or not. If this is your first time here, welcome. Uh, you got, you say that's, an, that's a little more of an intense dose, you know. I did, I did have some, I say the last time I had a caffeinated soda, four hours ago, I'd say. So that could be it. It could be, it could be the soda talking. Or it could just be it could just be the permanent damage done to my neurons by all the other stuff, or just you know say well, no, this is the way your neurons came. And I say, well, okay, either way, it's works for people's sleep. It seems like so. Let's just keep doing it. What do you say? I think you're right on, sir. Thanks, Stan. And I say, and I have Stan now. But that's it. I appreciate you stopping by. If you're skeptical when you got here. I don't know what to say. I mean, you'll probably be skeptical what you say. Well, you know, give it a couple tries. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm doing the best I can. It's the best intention. It's a little bit different than all the other sleep stuff out there. Definitely goofy. It's definitely not for everybody. But the thing is, you don't have to listen to me and you don't have to fall asleep. You can fall somewhere in between. And this is the safest place I can create it by... Uh, I guess just just trying to be be the best version of myself I can. And I really appreciate your time. And I really hope I really yearn to help you fall asleep. So thanks for stopping by. Housekeeping, we're on web www.sleepingpodcast.com. Older episodes are there. You can comment on the website. You can email me feedback at sleepingpodcast.com. You can be on Twitter at Dear Scooter or on Facebook at Sleeping Me Podcast. I want to thank Chris Posty Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful Podcast, who does the theme music and edited this episode. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on my honor, on our artwork. I want to thank Jonathan Mann, who does the lullabies over at jonathanmann.net. You can commission a song from him. 
Uh, we have a Facebook group the listeners started, and I want to thank the moderators over there, Laura, Lie to Lie, Jennifer B., and Julie C. And I want to thank the uh, patrons that are keeping this show going. Uh, the main way to support the show, go to sleepingpodcast.com slash patron. And that's it. Let's get on with the show. <laughs> 